Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Just Get Fit with Nikki. Today, we are talking about food as a reward. And this is something I have talked about in the past, and every now and then I think it's important to revisit because a lot of us have ingrained in ourselves the need to reward ourselves with food, the need to treat ourselves when things are going well, or treat ourselves when things aren't going well. I see it with parents, I see it with grown-ups, I, you know, have done it myself. It is a really challenging habit to change. However, using food as a reward very rarely works out for us long-term because guess what happens? It becomes habitual for us to then rely on it. It becomes a crutch or a way to celebrate an achievement. And don't get me wrong. I love celebrating achievements with meals and special memories with friends and going out to eat and, you know, having a drink, all of those things. Totally fine. Love it. Definitely do it. But what I'm talking about aren't those special moments. This is the whole, oh man, I had a really hard day. So I'm going to go home and I'm going to order myself a pizza. I'm going to order myself takeout and I'm going to overeat to make this feeling go away for 15 to 20 minutes or uh, something went really well today. So I'm going to eat all these things because this is just going to make me feel even better for 15 minutes. And it is a really challenging habit to break. And I, I, I mention this Instagram post every time I talk about this topic, but I want to say seven years ago, I saw this Instagram post and it was like, stop rewarding yourself with food. You're not a dog. And every time I'm like, oh, it's so cringeworthy. And I was so personally offended. But honestly, I'm at a point in my life and like in my nutrition coaching where I'm like, 100%, I totally agree. Like, you're not a dog. I have a dog. And do I reward his good behavior with food? Yes, he's a lab. He responds very well to food. Um, he responds, you know, good behavior when I reinforce it with food. It works really well. He's really well behaved. However, when I think back to how I rewarded myself with food, it didn't have that same outcome. It became, like I said, a crutch, something that I would rely on to make myself feel better. And so many of my one-on-one nutrition clients struggle with this initially, right? And even to this day, I think that while a lot of us can overcome and see leaps and bounds and progress when it comes to rewarding ourselves with food, it does take time. And so one thing that I have personally found helpful is I like to buy myself flowers, just a little bouquet of flowers. Maybe it's five stems of roses. Maybe it's daffodils. It doesn't have to be anything fancy and not talking, you know, a dozen roses. I'm talking about whatever is in season and maybe even on sale. But when I buy myself those flowers, I put them in a vase, I put them, you know, on the, on the kitchen table. And they're a reminder to me that I don't need to reward myself with food. And I know that sounds maybe a little bit silly or simplistic, but honestly, they last, generally speaking, over a week. And every time I walk by the kitchen table, I'm like, right, yep, they're beautiful. I enjoy them. It's a special treat and they make me happy. And that feeling that I get from those flowers lasts 
you know, like I said, over a week longer than if I go, you know what? I had a hard day. I'm going to eat from this bag of chips while standing in front of the pantry. And then, uh, I'm not going to really remember how many chips ate because I was just shoveling them into my mouth. Then I'm likely not going to feel so good because I wasn't eating them, you know, in a positive setting. It wasn't because I was at a party or spending time with friends or watching a movie. I was just shoveling them in to almost numb or dull an emotion or feeling of stress or anxiety. And I always talk to my clients. I was like, I get it. I really do understand stress eating and emotional eating. Those are things that I have done for a lot of my life. But I think the question that I always come back to is, how long does that feeling of calm and peace or feeling good last? For most of us, it ends when we're done eating. And the fact of the matter is most of us are really quick eaters. So what, you get five minutes of, or seven minutes or 10 minutes of that Oh, wow, that feels so good. And then guess what? Those other feelings are still there. They haven't gone anywhere. The stress, the anxiety, the sadness, whatever the emotion is, it's still there. But now you've added this sprinkling of eating food that maybe you weren't hungry for. Maybe it doesn't sit well with your stomach. Maybe it doesn't align with your goals. And it's compounded on top of the other feelings you have. And so you end up feeling more hopeless, which really just isn't a good place to be. And so I really think that the more we practice rewarding ourselves with non-food related things, the easier it is to actually feel better. And I'm not even talking about weight loss. Sure, does it help with weight loss or weight maintenance, not emotional eating? Absolutely. However, long term, it also just makes us feel better. Because when you are able to check in with yourself and go, how am I feeling? You have the opportunity in theory, I know it's hard on practice to address those feelings and issues. And I think that's the scary part for so many of us. I have been in therapy multiple times. I was in therapy last year. And I know how much easier it is to run away from things to go, no, 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 I'm not going to address that. You know, that trauma, that issue, whatever it is, I'm just gonna just gonna eat some of this. And we're just gonna call it a day. So I do get that. But I think this is the part where a lot of my clients see that success when they're willing to sit with those feelings and to go, why am I feeling like this? What is it that leads to this unhappiness, this stress, this anxiety, this sadness? How do I fix that? What is the core issue that leads to those feelings? Because when we just shovel food on top, yeah, it feels good. But it doesn't feel good long term. Long term, it actually probably feels a little bit worse. And so when it comes to making this change, I do think it's been helpful, at least for me to buy myself those flowers every week. Yeah, spending $7 on something that dies every week and I have to clean up, maybe it's not the best use of money. But for my mental, emotional and physical health, it has paid dividends, it has, you know, definitely been so worth it. And I have different clients do different things where 
They'll treat themselves, you know, to maybe it's a new workout outfit. Maybe it is getting a little manicure. Maybe it is um, getting a fancy coffee for themselves that is just, and I'm saying like a fancy coffee where it's like, it's a good cup of coffee. It's not one of those 500 calorie frappuccino things with icing and whipped cream and all that kind of stuff. Because while those are good, I do think that kind of also goes back to the treating yourself or rewarding yourself with food mentality. Um, There's a time and a place for those. If you've got a craving for one, that's a totally different story. But just in terms of actually rewarding yourself, I think it's kind of nice to go, you know what, I'm going to splurge and go to that coffee place where they've got those extra good beans and that coffee is just so smooth. Great. But really and truly, making a shift in our relationship and interaction with food is key to long-term success. It's key to food freedom. Because if you are constantly falling back on food and using it as a crutch, you're not going to ever have food freedom. But this is why it takes work. And I have some really, really amazing clients who are wrapping up coaching with me um, this month. And they're like, I am so freaking proud of what I have accomplished. I am so proud of all the success I've had, but it's been a lot of work. And I'm like, yeah, it has been a lot of work. Like you have really showed up for yourself because in those moments, I'm not standing with them. I'm not there, you know, there with them Friday night when they're with their family or out with friends and they're ordering their food or they're ordering their wine or anything like that. It's them that puts in the work. It's them that puts in the reflection into What's going to make me feel good? What's in line with my goals? Why am I ordering this? Is it because I want it? Is it a craving? Is it boredom? Is it social pressure? What is it? So it does take time and effort to positively change a relationship with food, but it is absolutely possible. And the other thing that I wanted to touch on when it comes to food as a reward is that the other side of things that I see when it comes to clients being successful is ironically, (laughs) and I know I've done this so many times is that we see success in weight loss and we go, wow, whether it's your pants fitting better or whether it's a dip in the scale or something else like that, we go, oh my gosh, I've been doing such a great job. I'm going to reward myself by doing this or eating this. Like I'm going to go here and I'm going to get that food or I'm going to eat this. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. I really love that you are excited about the food and that you love it. However, your reasoning for getting it is maybe something to reflect on, right? So if you do lose weight, for example, and you go, oh, wow, I've done a great job. I'm going to go buy myself a pint of ice cream. It's not really the most helpful, you know, cycle that you're beginning. Success does not need to be rewarded with food. Because this is the hard part about creating a lifestyle. I would rather have a client go out of their way to go get ice cream or honor a craving, because that's what they're really craving. and That's what they really want. As opposed to going, I did a great job, I'm going to reward myself with food. In many ways, rewarding ourselves with food when we've had successful weight loss is self-sabotaging because you go, wow, I've done such a great job. I'm going to eat more because I've done such a great job, which really doesn't make sense. And yet I know I've done it. I've done it for years and years and years. And then it gets to a point when I reward myself a little too frequently 
or I reward myself to make myself feel better, even though it wasn't because I did a good job. It's like, well, you know what? It didn't go very well. This will make me feel better. So it does get to be a slippery cycle of rewarding ourselves for things going well or coping with food when things aren't going well, but making a change in how you do reward yourself or how you do cope with stress, anxiety, emotions, it's key. It really is key. And so often in order to be successful, we do need to dig deeper. We need to unpeel those layers of the onion and go, okay, well, theoretically, I'm doing a great job with food. However, how I utilize food in difficult times isn't going as well. And only when someone can be honest with themselves about that fact, do they have the opportunity to address it. Now, being able to actually address it also takes work and effort. Can you do it? 100%. There's no doubt in my mind you can do it. But this is where it does take work. And this is why it often takes people a while to get the courage up to work with me. Because people go, I don't know if I'm ready for that. Part of me still wants quick results. Part of me still wants to lose one to two pounds a week. Part of me still wants, you know, to fit into that size, whatever pants or to look good from my vacation. And sure, I get that. I really do. But at some point, the point when you're truly ready for change, you're going to say, yes, those are all things that I want. Those are all things that would be ideal. But I know that really and truly for me to get to where I want to be, I need to address other things. I need to get to the root of the issue. And while I know doing that isn't always fun, it takes more work, it takes more effort. That is where true growth and change happen. That's where long-term change happens because you can actually acknowledge that what you're doing isn't working. And to acknowledge the fact that you need to make a change and do something differently to get a different result, which is why in order to see change, you really need to be in the right headspace. You need to be willing to put that work in. You need to be willing to slow down results momentarily to go through and do the work, reflect on what's working, what isn't working, and to uncover the things that make you feel good and to actually move forward with those things in mind. Because at the heart of it, a lot of us do know what works for us and what doesn't work for us. We have a lot harder of a time acting on those things though and following through with those things. But it is 100% possible. I see it all the time with my clients. I've experienced myself and you can achieve it without a doubt. But remember, it doesn't have to be you overhauling everything at once. Start with one thing at a time. And if you are someone that rewards yourself with food, if you are someone that uses it as a coping strategy, why not start with that? Practice that for an entire month, just that. You don't have to change anything else, but bring attention to when you are eating and why you are eating and see if that makes a difference. We all have to start somewhere and it's not going to be perfect. Even if you slip up and even if you make mistakes and you reward yourself with food or you cope emotionally with food, it's okay. These are the growing pains. These are the times where, okay, if you know, out of seven days, you still slip up three. Well, you still did better four days. Don't you think it's worth celebrating doing 57% better? 
really and truly, right? If you're going from not doing well at all to 57% better, sure, it's not perfect, but take it. It's a win. And soon 57% turns into 60 and to 65 and 70 and 75. And before you know it, you're relying on food a lot less to support your emotional challenge, to support your stress, to make you feel better. So while I know it can feel daunting, know that it's possible. Focus on one day at a time, one meal at a time, and move forward from there. Now, if you are interested in one-on-one nutrition coaching, don't hesitate to reach out. I will be taking on new clients this spring. Spots are really limited. I'm only taking on 10 new women. So definitely don't be shy and reach out. You can DM me the word coach on Instagram. My Instagram is at justget.fit. Or you can email me for one-on-one nutrition coaching at Nikki, N-I-K-K-I, at justget.fit.